Welcome to Girl, Water Your Grass. We talk about all the things to better yourself, your family, your career, your dreams, your goals, and your life, and how God's dreams over us are so much bigger than our own. We are just two girlfriends who grew up in the bluegrass state of Kentucky with five brothers each and have reunited to take our dreams to the next level. Now we're inviting you to get out of your own way, girlfriend, and come on this ride because on this journey of a lifetime, we never arrive. Welcome to Girl Water Your Grass. We have an exciting episode here today. We are going to be discussing our word of the year and why we do this and sort of the intentionality behind it. Yeah. So word of the year, we are starting, we are January, 2021. Can you guys believe it? What a year 2020 was. Um, Yeah. What a great year 2020 was. (laughs) Maybe not everybody resonates with that, but it's not our circumstance. It's our thought about the circumstances, right? It's always our thought. And you will hear us talk about that a lot on this podcast. And the cool thing with words. So Oh my goodness. We started, I started picking a word of the year years and years and years ago. And I just, um, I, I was never a, uh, one of those people who's like, Oh, what's your new year's resolution? Wasn't my thing, but I would set my goals for my year and mm-hmm. I would very strategic, you know, here's my goal. Here's my plan. Um, here's my schedule for that. And here's my word. Right. And the reason why is because words are powerful. You guys, our words are extremely powerful. And when we pick a word, there's so much power in that because we have, you know, in our brain, we have something called a reticular activating system. And you'll hear us talk about this a lot as well, because tell us a little bit about the reticular activating system. Yeah. So our RAS, which is another way of putting it, um, it is basically a system in our brains that God created so that it, it helps. It's a filtering system. So it's the reason why um, when you're pregnant, you see all the other pregnant moms, when you buy a new uh, Ford Explorer, you see all the Ford Explorers, you know, whatever. I could use that with my, with my women. I say, you know, we really do find what we seek. And so an example I, I tell them is, you know, when you drove to meet me today, how many minivans did you see on the road? They have no idea. And then I say, now on your way home, I want you to count how many minivans you see and you see 15 of them. So why don't we start to seek the good in life? Right. Yeah. What we focus on really does expand. And I think the cool thing with speaking a word of the year is it helps your brain know what to look for. And that is powerful. So talk to me. We both had words for this last year of 2020 and tell us and all of our listeners, what was your word for 2020? So my word was really um, something that I had kind of put on the back burner for years and years with having six children over the past 13 years was I really hadn't dove. I had not dove much into friendship. And so Mm -hmm. mine was really friendship and growing. And I have a couple of dear, dear friends. I I have a thousand of people that I love, um, but really just finding friendships that are two way street and really feel like um, level me up and challenge me to rise. Yeah. I would say invite me to rise. Mm -hmm. And it's just, um, 
been something that I really had intentionally thought about at the start of the year and prayed about and just asked the Lord to really bless me with friendships that invited me to rise instead of sitting in that space of just complaining with someone. And, you know, um, there is a time and a place to vent, but I think that we spend way too much of our life focusing on the bad. And then what do we do? We seek what we find, we continue to find more negativity. Right. Yeah. Um, and so this is a great thing to do in your marriage. Like find the good because you can find little things to complain about, but does leaving a sock, your dirty socks on the floor really matter? Like find the amazing things in your marriage and the amazing things about your husband and in your own life. If you're single, you know, find the amazing things that are going on in your life instead of what you don't have. So anyhow, as I like to get off on my tangents, um, I really focused on and prayed for that. And just like our, our words become flesh, like you're talking about, I am blown away at how the father has blessed me with friendship this year. Mm. And, and he tells us it's biblical. The word became flesh, right? So my word has actually become incarnate this year with friendships. Mm. I have been blessed with women that have leveled me up in a way I never dreamed possible Yeah, and invite me to rise to, to places I never really even imagined. And now, you know, you start imagining that the sky really is the limit and we never <laughs> arrive and we want to keep going and keep growing and the glass ceilings, you know, baby. So, and really it has been through the woman's school that I have been blessed. Um, and not to take away from any previous friendships that are beautiful and wonderful. Um, but it really has, and I could go on and on about, about the friendships that I've been blessed with, but even people in my own town that I didn't really know because I've just been so consumed with raising a family and allowing that to be the death of my dreams instead of the birth of my dreams. Yeah. Just shifting that mentality Mm. has literally changed my life in the past year. And I owe all that to you because you were the one (laughs) that introduced me to the woman's school and these amazing women that I've been blessed to know (laughs) and underneath in my own town, as well as, you know, our dear friend, Jane Ray Donovan, who has yeah. I think, invited both of us to rise in ways that we didn't know possible. So oh yeah, is that sort of a, a picture? I love it. Well, I think what's so cool too, is, you know, we really are the average of the top five people we spend the most time with. And so often we don't really think about who am I spending time with? It doesn't matter who I'm spending time with. How does that impact me and my life? And, and also the mission that I'm called to live, you know, and, and it, it's, it's really neat when you think about it, if you look at your life and you look at who are the people I spend the most time with, you know, because we raise, we rise or fall based off of that. And that was, it's, it's funny because that was something that over the last two years that I've started being very just deeper and have a deeper intentionality on having those deep friendships with friends who are rising, who they recognize God has put greatness in every one of us. And, and we're not, we're not made for mediocrity. We're not made for complacency. That's not, uh, that's not what we're made for. (laughs) And so those friendships who step up into that space is just life-changing. And I know you have spoken to this. You have seen this, the change in me. Yeah. Yeah. It's been so neat to see that just a shift in even just your, I mean, you, you're always high energy always. And you always have the biggest heart for everybody, but just seeing your, even just your energy shift and your, 
um, your dreams get bigger and allow yourself to step into that. And that's been so cool to see. And the way that you're pouring into women, I'm always like, oh my gosh, how does MK do this? <laughs> it's amazing. And it becomes, it's become an, in, in, both an inspiration, but also an invitation for me as well to rise even in our friendship. So I love it. It, um, well, rises, tide raises all ships. So blessed. I love that. Say that again. What's our, what's it's our motto? A rising tide raises all ships. And I, and I think why that's fun for me, that's one of my favorite, um, things, especially for women, because a lot of times there's so much comparison and competition that there's a tendency to tear down. And we think, well, if, 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 you know, I tear down this, then I can rise. And the reality is that actually a rising tide will raise all the ships. So if we rise, it is an invitation for others and that it, it, you know, it ends up being a good for the whole world as well. As it really world. is. I mean, competition, you know, we, we both are sports girls that grew up with five brothers. And so you're naturally competitive, but it's really, um, you do a disservice to humanity when you're competing and pulling other women down because we really should be each other's biggest cheerleaders because God's plan over each of us, we each have a unique call and we should be cheering each other on. And when we see that spirit of collaboration, yeah. it's just so beautiful. And we, I feel like you and I do that so well in our friendship oh my we ask people yeah. back and forth to each other. We say, you know, I think this is the right person for you. We certainly know that you and I don't have all the answers and we know other women, like, you know, one of my scripts that I'm really working on right now is I, um, women have a poverty. They have a need that needs to be filled. Yeah. And I'm not that I can't feel that need for everyone, but I can point them in the direction. And we remember that we are the arrow, not the destination. Mm-hmm. One of my favorite things. And yeah. so just pointing people and putting, connecting people with the yeah, people. To the right person, them. to the right fit. Good exercise that I would like to challenge our listeners to do, just kind of in, the, in line with what we're talking about here is to write down the top five to 10 people that you spend the most time with. Yeah. And then go back and circle those that you feel like are, inviting you to rise mm-hmm. and not pulling you down. And even if they're equals, just people that invite you to rise. And then anyone that may be toxic, I challenge you to cross them off the list. And that doesn't mean completely ignore them or not be friends uh-huh. with them, but yeah. start to grow a friendship, you know, not spending as much time with people that may be toxic in your life. Yeah. And so, and how are you that positive person inviting other people to rise as well? Right. It's at both end. Cause we're not saying, Oh, I can't spend time with someone who's not in a growth mindset, or I can't spend time with someone who's not. Um, but being intentional about the more time we're spending, because we really do become like the people we hang with, you know, I, I, Oh my goodness. I've seen that so many times in my own life. Um, I think many parents and teenagers can tell you, <laughs> <laughs> that their, depending who their kids are friends with depends on whether their behaviors are helping them to become the best version of themselves or, or not. not a good direction, you know? Right. And so, yeah, it makes a difference. Well, that's a fun little exercise. And I just, I challenge you to do it because we want to make you to make changes in your life for the positive. We, we want to be a great podcast, but we also want you to have implementable changes in your life. And so we're going to throw out some challenges throughout this podcast to try to have you implement things to really rise. So, all right, tell us about your word for this past 2020. And- My word was adventure. And I always have to laugh though, because it, 2020 has 100% been an adventure and 100% not in the way that I thought it was going to be an adventure. <laughs> so in my mind, I was thinking adventure. I was thinking, 
oh, you know, I'm going to be traveling a lot to some really cool places. I was supposed to go to the Holy Land this, this year. There was like all this stuff. I was supposed to go to Alaska. There was several trips planned and, you know, those got canceled. There was, and some other things that I just really anticipated. And I've, I've had to laugh because that part, like there's been aspects of adventure that has not happened, but at the same time, awesome to COVID. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. But when I look at my, my life over this last year, oh my goodness, so many adventures. It's like, I have grown a huge big business with coaching women from all over the world. You know, I'm working with women in Singapore, in Canada and Kenya, <laughs> just it's wild. everywhere. It's so crazy in Ireland. And um, it's just wild when I look and just seeing the way that my life has transformed over this last year, um, the way other women's lives have transformed as a result of entering into this work and it's it's been pretty pretty crazy I look back on like, adventure adventure <laughs> and for you all that don't know Maria she loves to camp I swear she must have lived out in the tent the entire fall <laughs> I did get to go do a lot of camping and no service because I've been trying to call her she's off campus so no, no my way I'm plugging Mm-hmm. that's right it's oh it's so good it's so good and you really I mean your whole life to me is an adventure and it's super fun and exciting to oh. see but it is interesting when we just allow the Lord to take over his adventures sometimes are different than our own but they're greater than our own right they're so good I look back and I'm like you know I wouldn't have changed any of it I really wouldn't have even though it wasn't necessarily what I thought it was going to be I'm so grateful you know and it and it was what it was meant to be this year you know right. even though right. it wasn't totally as planned. This was totally what it was meant to be. And I, I really, I'm excited even as I move forward more and more to every time to be able to look back and be like, wow, look at how that played a really important role. Wow. Look how that downtime was used in this really amazing way. That's helping launch this now, you know? So Mm -hmm. there's something really cool. Again, what we're looking for how we start to see that, which is also why gratitude and you, you will guys will hear us talk about gratitude all the time, which is why gratitude is so important, you know, it enables us to be able to, to, to extract the good. And it really is interesting how both of our words from last year, friendship and adventure yeah. really do speaking to speak into grow water, your grass, right? Because yes. as I've grown in my friendship, I'm, a, I'm watering my own grass as well as others grass. And for you, you know, just seeing you be coaching women all over the world. Look at how you're literally on an adventure leading women to learn how to water their grass. Yes. We can then, because we grow to give, we, it's never in vain, right? We grow to give. And so as you do that, as you water your grass, then you're able to become a reservoir poured out for other women to tap into. It's so, so important. Well, let's talk about, so we're in 2021 which means we have our words. <laughs> right. so, and we don't just grab out of thin air. We intentionally okay. spend time. To yeah. get it's something that you pray about, you think about and tell us what your word is. All right. Okay. So my word um, is limitless. Mm-hmm. And I want to dig a little bit deeper into that Limitless in a way that is not just you do you, you know how I feel about that. Um, because the culture says you do you exactly, you know, God doesn't say you do you. He says, I sent you Jesus Christ, my only son, so that you can know how to live, go and be like Jesus, right? Mm-hmm. Not you do you. Yes. But again, you have to water your grass so that you can become that light and love to everyone else because we can't pour from an empty cup, but limitless to me, just it, it embodies so much. And the biggest thing it embodies for me is my relationship with God that I think sometimes mm-hmm. we put 
we put God in a box and we kind of have strings attached and, or we have him bound up into what he can do for us. Mm. And he really is limitless and his dreams over us really are bigger than our own. And it's just so beautiful to not put him in a box and that know that he is everlasting. He is in every detail of our life. He's in the big things and the small things. He's a father of details and he really is limitless. And I think when you start to see that, you realize like we've also done the same thing to ourselves yeah. in what we do. And we, we put ourselves in a box and just knowing that he's limitless and he, his dreams over us are limitless. Yeah. And we, we need to think big and go fulfill those dreams. And they're, they're not bound and they're not constrained. Yes. So good. <laughs> well, that's sort of what I'm so excited for your year. I'm like, what's going to happen next? I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen, but I just know it kind of brought me to this. And, um, there, but to me, it's not just about my personal life. It's, it's my, my personal life, my prayer life, my spiritual life, but, and, and integrating it all together. It's not an either, or, you know, my big script right now is it's not an either, or, but it's a both and, and God's dreams over us are bigger than our own. And he has big plans. He just waits for our yes. Mm -hmm. And so I'm this year, I think that I have shown myself that I can say yes to not just this or that, not motherhood or my dreams and not, um, but both ends that I can also be excellent at at everything as I water my grass and just surrender it all to him. It's all about our surrender. And when we learn to surrender, which I'm learning and still learning and will always be learning, he really does take it and just run with it. And he's, um, he leads and he, his plan is so much better than our own. So he's limitless. We're limitless when we allow him to take the reins. And so that's where we're going. I'll be excited to have this conversation again next at the end of the year and see how this all came to fruition. This is going to be super fun to be talking in December of this year and to say, so tell us about your limitless year. (laughs) That's going to be wild. Makes my heart jump a little bit, which is good, right? Like what? I'm excited to hop out of bed every morning. so. So good. All right. Tell us about your word for 2021. (laughs) Yeah. So my word is miracles. Love it. I am. I'm actually so excited about this because, so I've been thinking a lot about one of the things that I love with, with children. I love how everything is a discovery. Jamie, like they never get tired of you know, they're excited about everything because everything is new. Everything. There's a way of like, almost everything is a miracle to them. And it really is. it's so fun. Yeah. And, and I think there's a beauty in that because the more that we start to see, okay, where's the miracle today? What's the miracle today? The more you start to see it and the more that your heart just gets filled. Right. And the more that you can see the miracles around you and it shifts the way you think about your life, it shifts the way that you encounter others. It's just the way that you look at yourself the way that you see God. And so I think I really, really believe we have a father who wants to pour out on his children and who is pouring out all the time. But a lot of times we're focusing on all the negative that we see, right? What we look for, Mm -hmm. we will find. And I really believe that the more that we start to see and look for miracles, the more we will be blown away. And I want to be able to look back on my life and be like, oh my gosh, Lord, every part of that was a miracle. Holy cow. Look at you. Look at what you did. And so, I love it. and uh, that goes to also that, you know, what we were just talking about, that he's such a father of details, but yeah. he does so many miracles, every part of it, <laughs> every part of it. And so I'm excited about that because again, 
when I encounter a miracle, which like for me, I, those of you who know me know, I love sunrises and sunsets, slightly obsessed. And, but to me, there's understanding. <laughs> yeah, to me, every, every sunrise, and every sunset is such a miracle. And GK Chesterton has, has this quote where he talks about, um, that perhaps, you know, maybe it's not that the sun rises every morning, just like, oh, it rises and then, and then it falls. He's like, perhaps every morning God says to the sun rise. And then every evening to the sun set almost like that intentionality. Yeah. And again, people who know me know I'm, I'm very intentional about every part of my life. And I'm very intentional. <laughs> yeah. And I will say because of your love for sunrises and sunsets, I don't know if 2020 has been a different year or if it's because you have brought this to my particular activator, yeah. but we have had the most beautiful sunrises and the most beautiful sunsets of this entire year. Maybe God has gifted us that in this strange year, right. but it has been so beautiful. And maybe that's because thanks to you. I mean, I have enjoyed so many beautiful sunrises and sunsets. I just, so much more aware. It is amazing. The difference that awareness makes. And so for me, that I noticed that when I see beauty like that, and I'm like, oh my gosh, what a cool miracle. I am filled with just a confidence that I have a father who, who loves me and who wants good things for me. And when I believe that, I live my life out of a totally different headspace and heart space. I have hope for my life. I have anticipation, excitement for my life. I live from an expansive, abundant expectation. And you want other people to have that. So you're yes. living your pouring out love and light to other people. Right. And I'm able to really pour that into those, into my clients, into my friendships, into my family, you know, and, and it's, it, I show totally different. So that is my word. I'm excited. I love it. So we are going to be limitless and finding miracles. <laughs> I can't wait to hear about it. And then, <laughs> that's going to help us water everyone's grass. I know y'all you just get ready. <laughs> well, so good. ladies, we want to hear what is your word of the year and why? Yeah. Why is it? I just switched your word, but why? And I will share this. My kids actually have all chosen a word of the year. And so um, I don't think they would mind me sharing. Maybe I should ask. I'm learning that I need to ask permission. Um, But it's really interesting because they didn't just pick a word. And this is so important, ladies, because you'll hear me say it a thousand times. The greatest sermon we ever preach is the life we live. And so just being that example and showing them how to live intentionally and being proactive instead of reactive and just that the father's dreams are so much bigger than our own. It's just really beautiful because they didn't just have a word for me, which we have done that in the past because I've done this for years, but the why and how they really dug in and thought about this. And so, um, I mean, I can run through them, but one of my daughters chose confident because she really wants to be so confident and every aspect of her life and not question herself or look to other people, which I think is so beautiful because so many teenagers so cool. are looking to see what their friends are doing. Yeah. Um, one of them chose respects mm. because this child tends to think that they're always right. And so just learning to respect everyone's opinion oh, yeah. was the reason behind that, which was really beautiful. Um, one was commitment, commit mm. to stick through and follow through with things because that, you know, a lot of times, this child starts and doesn't finish things. One was grow, which was so cute. She said, um, you know, you always say it's, it's condescending to say, I know, and we should get the, the words I know out of our vocabulary. So I'm going to start saying I grow. <laughs> I love then, it. Oh, it's so funny. And, uh, and then the last one was uh, love. She said, 
you know, I'm kind of a whiny kid. I need to learn to love better. Show, show how I love. You know this one. I love it. Oh my gosh. So just the example we set, I think is so beautiful. Mm -hmm. And if we can try to teach this next generation to live with such intentionality. What a difference um, it can make. Oh my goodness. It's going to hopefully, I hope, I mean, I certainly don't have it all figured out, but we're intentionally trying our best, right? Yes, working our best for sure. And teaching this next generation that, you know, it's not selfish to f- fill your cup, but rather see, trying to teach them how to discern what God's plan for their life is and how to follow, not what's going to make you the most money, mm-hmm. not what your parents' dreams over you are, but what is in your heart, because that is God's plan for your life. Mm-hmm. And I can't tell you what's in your heart, but I can help you try to learn how to figure that out and discover it yeah. and how and to walk. Yeah. And the development of those dreams too. And, and to really taking that to the Lord to see like, and it, it, it's so interesting. I think that process of growth to see Lord, is it about the dream or is it really about the person that I'm meant to become during this? And then actually you shift because sometimes the dreams shift, you know, right. And it's where you just see again, where like every part matters though, every step of the process. So we, it's so important to look at those dreams, to hold those out um, and start walking towards that, developing ourselves, developing the dream, and then seeing what the Lord does with that as you walk towards it. So watering my grass, baby. That's right. And it's not what we get, but it's who we become on the journey, but we have to water our grass along the way. So send us your word of the year and your why behind it. And we thank you so much for listening today. We'll catch you next week. Have a great week, girls.